0: get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shergumina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. I always wonder if there's a point in time in our life where each of us individually begins to be more aware of how we treat money, what we know about money, how we were brought up in our families, how do we actually connect that with who we are today as individuals and how we shape our financial success? In this episode, Shana Kempton-Game, a money wellness expert, shares with us how we can uncover our true money story and begin to really build a meaningful relationship with our money, which ultimately impacts the success we have in our life. Hey, Money Bosses, I'm so excited today to be joined by a money wellness expert, Shana Game, and we're going to dive into talking about money mindset. Shauna, so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited. This is my favorite topic, so anytime I can talk about it, I'm up for it.
0: I know, I love it, I love it. So yeah, awesome. So can we just start for for folks who are maybe tuning in for the first time and okay, what the heck is this money mindset? Um, because our podcast is really focused on anything money conversations, but mindset is probably the last thing we all want to sort of deal with. Um, So let's define that. How do you, what do you think about it? What's your definition of a money mindset? Yeah, it's such a great question because
1: most people don't talk about it and you're right. Most people don't think about it, but I argue that it's probably one of the most important pieces to, to money success. So your money mindset is just Literally, how you think, act, and feel about money. And a lot of that is shaped from your childhood or whoever raised you. You know, some of that is just um, you being out uh, in the world and having different experiences, but a lot of it is subconscious. So we react certain ways or we don't react certain ways with our money. Uh, and it takes a little bit of digging to understand your money mindset. So it is literally how you think, act and feel about money. And if, if that's still a little kind of out there for someone, just think of it as your relationship with money, just like you would have a relationship with a person, you have an innate relationship with your money and it, it dictates so
0: many different things. I know. And it's, and it's interesting that I like how you kind of gave it a, you know, a, a two, two part definition uh, because I think a lot of people don't even get to um, understand what their relationship with money is and just sort of go through life making decisions about money on a daily basis. So how do we how do we just like even go back um and, and sort of start from, from from zero and understand like what is our relationship with money? Where is it coming from and why are we doing certain things?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. And it's a little bit complicated to unravel it, and it's going to be a little bit different for each person. So maybe there's something that I say in the next few minutes that resonates with you who are listening, and you can kind of, uh, you know, glom on to that to that question. But I tend to start with thinking about how money was discussed in your family unit particularly prior to the age seven. So scientifically, they have proven that most of our money personalities and our relationship with our money is sort of cemented by age seven, which is a little bit crazy because I don't think I really remember anything Mm -hmm. before age seven. But I think if I really start to think about it, I'm like, okay, I, I did have some general concept of how I was being raised, the neighborhood I was in the association with my parents, maybe the work my parents did. So I can start to put like some of those puzzle pieces together. And so that's really important because I think that really sets the groundwork for just not, it's not a good or a bad thing, but do you come from a family that had a more positive outlook on money or a more negative one? Do you come from a family that was maybe a little bit more conservative or maybe there wasn't a lot of money? Or do you come from a family where money just was never an issue? And so kind of thinking about money that way and then linking that together with where you're at now. So can you see any correlations or any patterns to how you were raised? Maybe it's in something you you do positively with money, but maybe it's something that you're also not doing with money, right? So we we have to kind of deconstruct uh, Uh, our life in such a way. I, I say, you know, one of the great things you can do is create what I call like a money timeline. So lay out the positive and negative things that have happened with your money up until this point, as much as you can remember. And when you can visually look at that, you can have a pretty good feel of like, wow, okay, maybe I had a lot of not great things happen with money. Maybe that Explains a little bit why I don't like to deal with money. I don't want to look at my bank account. I don't, whatever that might be. And again, there's no judgment with any of this. It's just creating this awareness of again your relationship with money, and then decoding that a little bit and saying, okay, how is that preventing or encouraging some of the habits I'm doing today? And I, I think you know you you probably have very similar experiences as well, but when I worked with people for 12 years plus, it didn't matter how much money they made. It didn't matter their age. It didn't matter their their gender, where they lived. I mean, all those factors, everybody kind of had the same hangups around money. And when there was this aha moment where they really understood their relationship with money, that was then the place to use all the tools and tips and strategies and all that good stuff around money and really create change. So I think it's really important to just spend some time thinking about this, thinking about, you know, looking backwards of my life and thinking about what were the good and not so good things and how is that maybe impacting me today?
0: That's true. And and I do see this every day with clients because I still do a very much, um, you know, a, a huge load of client work. And that's true. There are these, these, at least, you know, when you sit, when you're sitting on this side of the screen or, or, or the table, right. You're kind of hearing things repetitively. And so, yes, a lot of, uh, a lot of the same things are coming from, you know, from folks, even though they come from different backgrounds, they earn different amount of money, they save differently that it's just all kind of, um, still points to one thing, but what do you think is holding most of us back from like, from really giving ourselves that, Opportunity, right, to sit down and look back because I think it does not, it doesn't occur to most of us that that is the first step in 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 trying to figure this out.
1: I think for most of us, we're stuck a little bit in, understandably so, in the just anxiety, stress in the moment of money. So we're always trying to just like, let's tackle what we need to tackle today and juggle whatever we need to today. And so for a lot of people, the idea of sitting there and really thinking about these things and and you know, trying to sort of mush this around in your head is probably a little bit of an unpleasurable experience, but for all the people that I have coached to do this process, they have all come back with some sort of like aha moment something that uh popped in their head that is you know sort of makes things make more sense and just that in itself almost uh diffuses some stress and anxiety and fear because you start to understand money from a maybe different perspective that it's not just this credit card or this piece of paper that we're passing back and forth for things we're not just paying bills with it that You know, the whole idea is to like change it into this understanding of it being a tool. So I think just inherently money just has a bad rap. (laughs) Everybody wants it. Nobody wants to deal with it. And so the idea of going back and and thinking about it is perhaps a little chore-like. But I think, again, if if we're talking about mindset, if we could have some of those flips of a switch in our head and maybe that starts to change just a little bit of our relationship hmm
0: like what what sort of impact would that have in your life interesting because i think uh, you know if you're not a financial planner um you you know you kind of see these things differently and so it's almost like understood if i you know save money in my 401k for retirement then therefore i will be able to retire right like there's these direct steps you are told to take, and that's what's going to help you get to where you're going, right? Or achieve your goals. And so therefore, like that money is going to be there for you. Um, And so when we're talking about mindset, it's, it's definitely, it's a bit of a, the touchy feely um, topic, right? And so digging for understanding the why behind it is really interesting. You mentioned um, that you've been coaching, coaching clients in the past, so what? In a little bit of a process, I'm curious um, and see if you could share a few a few of those steps with us today.
1: Yeah, so I I no longer work with clients, but I worked with plenty of clients, hundreds of clients, just like yourself. Enough to really find these patterns that exist. So. Whenever somebody would come to me with a money problem, which is usually why they would hire a certified financial planner, right? I have a problem, I'm trying to figure out how to solve this problem, help me with this problem, I would always start with a questionnaire with a lot of these questions. What is your relationship with money? How were you raised? Um, how do you, How does the word money make you feel? Uh all of these, if money wasn't a factor, what would you be doing in your life? All of these kind of questions. um, I had 14 different prompts that I would ask everyone to just humor me, go through this process, write it out. And if it was a couple, I would have each of them do it. And then we would come together and, kind of go through those. And it was really like the reading back of those was where we could identify where some of the roadblocks have occurred that are maybe stopping them from achieving whatever goal. And I think it's really interesting because most of us, we know the principles of money. We don't have to be a financial expert. We know that We either need to make more money, we need to save more money, somehow we need to grow our money. And I mean, we pretty much know most of the foundational bits. So the curious question is, well, if we, most of us know, maybe we don't know the, you know, the entire ins and outs, but we know pretty much what we should do why are we not achieving certain things? And so for me, it was always, well, let's go back to this. Let's see if we can find any puzzle, missing puzzle pieces that we can put together. And and inevitably, again, every single time, even if somebody huffed and puffed a little bit (laughs) of not wanting to do it, after they did it, they were like, oh, I would have never thought to do this. And so I think there's just, there's obviously merit in the tools, the strategies, the steps, the how-tos, 100%, right? But I think there's also merit in taking some time to work on the mindset and even just allowing yourself to stop for a minute and think about money in a different way than just being, you know, anxious or stressed or frustrated with money and think about it in a different way. I think it's it's pretty pretty
0: profound. Yeah, I, I agree that, and especially in the relationship with others, um, couples, you've probably seen this quite a bit too, um, lots of lots of disagreements, lots of marriages fall apart because of the issues that they're having with money, but I think if we really dug deeper and done that kind of a study and research and analysis, we probably would have found out that it's not even like the lack of money, it's the misunderstanding of each other, right? And so, but that's probably a project for another, <laughs> for another day. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I, I like how you um, refer to money as a tool, which is something that I've always been advocating for clients to start thinking about, because we do have these hung ups um, as well that are you know rooted in our subconscious that, that uh, perhaps isn't serving us. So if money is a tool and we start to think of it in that way, then how can we, map it out so it starts to tie into us, you know, building our wealth, creating the financial freedom in life that we want? Yeah,
1: that's, that's, again, a great question. And it's going to differ from person to person. But, you know, if, if you start thinking about like a tool, like you would need a hammer to, ha- you know, hang a nail on a wall kind of thing. If you think of it in that facet, uh, I I tell people to start thinking about and this again feels a little airy fairy, but it's so important. What do you want to do in your life? What, what is your vision of a fulfilled life? Do you live in a big city? Do you live in a small city? Do you uh, take three vacations a year? Do you, is it important that you send your kids to a certain college? What is that gut reaction vision that you have? Thinking about it not in terms of money first, thinking of it in terms of, if I could craft the ideal life, this is what it would look like. And then from that, then that's where the money starts to become the tool because it's like, okay, how do we take what you have now and plug into that? And how do we then take what you have now and maybe turn it in to more so that we can strategically achieve these things? But the, the visioning piece is, again, another piece that a lot of us skip over. And it's important because the ideas that you have for your life, the things you want to do is different than the things I want to do. So I can't apply the same tools, strategy, techniques to your life that I would to mine because it's different, you know? And I think even questions like thinking about how much money do I actually need to earn for, mm-hmm. for my life rather than, oh, I have to earn uh, you know $100,000 or i have to save a million dollars or you know all these numbers that we just kind of flippantly throw out so really thinking about that vision what does that vision cost me and how do i if if i'm not there now how do i get there or do i need to amend that vision a little bit right so i think you know that's what you do with a tool right you're you're using a tool to create something so it's the, to me it's the
0: same way I, I I love I love how you laying this out because as you know in our industry a lot of a lot where people start is really not even close to what we're talking about here. They start with thinking, <laughs> okay, I need to make 10% return on my portfolio or help me make that much return or whatever that number is, right? Or I need to pick the hottest stock for me because that's what I've heard on TV and you know, GameStop or whatever other st- <laughs> things are just hot, you know, hot cakes that are flying off the shelves. So, it's like it's by far removed from that because, again, even the per- investment portfolio should be thought of as a tool to help you accomplish that life, that vision that uh, is ever changing and evolving too. Hey, money bosses, are you ready to get your financial life in order once and for all as soon as possible? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you often lose track of how much money you have to spend? Do you want to get your financial life together, but just don't quite know how? I am with you. I've been there. I've struggled through all of these. And I know you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to get better. So why do you continue to struggle? I know you can get your own money in order. It took me years to figure out. It took me years of pain, struggle, frustration, anger. But you don't have to go through all of that. You don't even have to get a financial planning degree like I did in order to be successful. Allow me to present to you my Money Flow System, a free playbook of how you can automate your finances, even if you hate budgeting. After you download this free playbook, you will never have to worry about budgeting. And who likes that budgeting thing anyway? You will stop accumulating debt. And create a bulletproof plan of how to quickly pay it off. You will be able to pinpoint exactly what your income and expenses are. You will never have to miss a single bill again. And you will always, always have a solid idea of how much money is in each of your accounts. So head over to money systemcom to download my free Money Flow Playbook, a blueprint to streamline your finances in less than 5 or 5 weeks guaranteed. Head over to money-flowsystem.com. So, I'm curious to um to hear about I know you have um you have been discussing this topic for quite some time and um, evolved from your client work working with clients into more of the the wellness space. Like, what are the practical tips and tools and steps you can recommend for somebody who wants to embark on this journey? Because it's probably not a one-time kind of a thing, but it could be. You could just start there.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I, I share all of this from personal experience as well. So I was not innately born with a fantastic money mindset. Most of us aren't. Most of us have had some things happen in life. And so I really have taken on this money wellness cause, if you will, because I really needed it for myself first and then was able to help other people do the same thing when I realized like, oh, a lot of other people are stuck in the same place that I'm stuck in. And it's thinking about money like you would other self-care practices. So whether that's taking a yoga class or you know, cooking or taking a bath, whatever that might be for you, that is a a self-care practice, right? That takes you out of just the um, sort of fast pace of life. I think the same thing for your money, that wellness needs to be a conversation because money does have a stigma. Money does come with stress and anxiety. Money does touch Every aspect of our lives, and we don't openly talk about it. We don't learn about it. So it's just inherently like this giant elephant in the room for most people. And so I think we need to have those wellness conversations. I mean, the statistics behind people having severe anxiety, depression, even suicide around money are they would blow your mind. I mean, there's um, all around the world. So there's obviously something with money that's happening. Uh, I mean, of of course, the answer is, of course there is, right? But so wellness to me around money is just really important. And I think it's just simple things you could start with like we're talking about here, just thinking about some of those questions. How was I raised? How does money make me feel? What is the vision of life I want to have? Like, can you just grab a piece of paper and start writing words or drawing something out again, without being forced in, but I don't have enough money. I don't know if I'm, you know, all of those taking all those limitations off. Can we just really think about our life in that, in that way? And then can we look at it from the perspective of like, okay, here's what I've got now. Is there a way I could see I can make this work? And I think it's about daily steps. It's about a tiny thing every day, a tiny, tiny, tiny thing. And those tiny, tiny things add up, but they also are really powerfully mentally for you because you start to see, ah, I can do it. Or, ah, things are starting to change a little bit. Or maybe I don't feel so icky about money as much, right? So it's these little tiny shifts that I think are just Really powerful. And for me, it's a daily practice. For most people, I think it is as well, because it's really easy to get sucked down the drain pipe of uh, everything's terrible with my money. I don't have enough. I'll never have enough. I'll always be in debt. You know, all of those sorts of things. Even some of the wealthiest people, you probably have these stories too. Even some of the wealthiest people I've ever sat across the table with trying to help them with their money, have the same sort of things. Oh, I have too much debt. I'm never going to do that. You know, so it's not necessarily a function of the number per se. So I think it's just taking some time to just like gently walk into some of these things and just see how it feels, see if it
0: changes anything for you. I've also found, um, I've I've learned this um, a little while ago from one of my mentors about a concept called winning your day, and it could be Ooh, yeah. applied into anything. And so, you know, pick pick whatever it is that you want to improve, and to kind of start to see like the small incremental changes because it starts to make them the, these little uh, imprints into our brain. And so, to get to the subconscious mind, right? It was it was that I was like, wow, this is really powerful because you know, like sometimes we see this gigantic goal in front of us or something like really huge or project It could be anything a project or we want to lose weight or we want to save ten thousand dollars to go on a trip and it's just like oh my gosh I will never get there like there's just no way and I personally had to uh, it, it was not easy to to sort of convince myself right where like logically I understand like okay break it down into small steps follow through no problem, I can do that. But there was something in inside my head that was just like it was. Just, it was just a like a block. And so when I started to map it out and just okay, I'm gonna make sure I win my day by doing these. It was five things that I had to commit to doing. And I tried it in personal life, and I tried it on the business side of things. Like okay, what am I gonna do consistently? And it is magical, I swear. Like it's it certainly just it, you know it 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 sort of starts to. Like every day, when you see that you did win the day and you've accomplished those five things, three things, or whatever it is, it starts to. It, it's almost like this. This like if you have this tunnel that you're in, and it's like it starts to be like the light that starts to show. Yes, <laughs> At the, the tunnel, you're like, oh my god, it's real, and so I found that to be really, really helpful and practical, and I've tried it in a lot of different areas. So I like how you um, how you tie that into. Trying to apply to to our own finances because yeah, it feels like we have this tape in our head that we're constantly running, right? The money story that, regardless of what our situation is, we still can't can't do something and won't do something. And so, um, do you find that even in in if you start to apply these principles that, and, and I've seen this too with 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 uh, trying the the win, winning the day uh, strategy, like there were days where I did not win. And so what I did, I had to keep a little journal, and so I you know, wrote the top of the page like W for win, and then the days that I didn't, I put like a big red X, <laughs> and so that sent the message too, right, <laughs> to the back of the of the brain. But do you find that sometimes when you can't just do that, or something happens and you're just not, you know, following through, that it it, it just kind of derails you from you know from this path, and and like. If it does, how do you get back? Yeah. I mean, the reality is we're
1: not all going to win every day. I think um, that's just something we have to get uh, comfy with, but we could try to win every day, right? And I think a lot of this sounds so easy, but yet we don't do the easy things. So I always tell people, what well, maybe just try the easy things and just see. But I think if you're if your day is getting derailed and you have a list of 5 things and maybe you only did one or maybe you did zero of them, maybe shift to thinking about gratitude. Gratitude is so mm. powerful again we could talk for hours on the scientific studies of gratitude and and how that does literally rewire your brain. So is there something maybe you didn't get any of your items checked on your win the day list, but Are there one, two, three things maybe today that even could be silly things like, oh, the sun felt good on my face or some human experience that you could say, you know what? I'm still, I didn't win the day, but I'm still grateful that I had these three things in in today. And I think that's a powerful shift of going like, okay, so I'm going to get up tomorrow. I'm going to try to win the day tomorrow. But I'm also going to root myself in, like there. I mean, there's still some good things that happen today, and so I think that's an important way to to reframe it. So you're not looking at yourself like there's a winner or a loser each day. That you can be both of those and rooted in in gratitude. For me, at least, that's what really works.
0: Yeah, I, I found that too. I was thinking about something as you were describing this, um, the gratitude piece. Um, Tony Robbins talks about this too in, in realm of like the goal setting and like really getting your mind to, to, to help you achieve that goal. And so in reality, like the mind, like if you use the the visualization techniques, like we're talking about creating the vision and really seeing it for yourself. When you start to practice that, like he talks about the fact that mind doesn't really know that it hasn't happened yet right? It's because you start to see these pictures, right? And so you, you come back to it and you, you know, you, you, you revisit, revisit what it is that you try and accomplish. And so it's just this, this, this jump that has to happen between you believing in it versus it actually being the reality. So I think I, I really like your addition of the, the, the daily gratitudes um, just to help, to, to help keep your mind focused on the positive and not to like beat you up, and you know, say, oh my God, you did that one your day, <laughs> total loser, stop, right? Because that's what happens with not just money. Like if you're to put any type of a goal in front of yourself, if you can't can't get to it today or whatever, life happens, we tend to lose, um, to lose just because of that.
1: Yeah, and I don't know, I can't remember who the source is right now, of course, in the moment, but there is a statistic I know that says that people who write down their goals earn nine times more than people who don't, which sounds crazy to think about that. But that I think really emphasizes that point that how powerful that is in your brain, that even if it hasn't happened, your brain doesn't necessarily know that. And so maybe that in itself shifts things for you uh, or begins to shift things for you. I mean, to me, I'm like, why not try it? Yes. What's the worst case scenario?
0: <laughs> yeah. No. You'll just you'll just probably be surprised what what you'll discover by just trying. So yeah. I think a lot of uh, a lot of us also uh, are hesitant because of that. Well, I'm really curious. I know you've done a lot of work in this space and, and continuing to do and continuing to advocate for this topic, which is really needed um, for for all of us. And I think even in the in the in the profession of financial planners and the planning piece, like I think. I mean, sometimes, and I know this from my own experience. Like sometimes, I find myself in conversations with clients, really serving more of a therapist role, <laughs> versus like, okay, here's the clear cut financial planning stuff. Like, we gotta save ten percent. We gotta pay off your debt. Like, you know, those st- things that we need to do. More of a, more about having conversations, and especially if there's a couple and we're like not finding to be on the same page. So I'm really excited um, to learn about. I know you created a money Mindset Journal. How um, how did that come about? I know you've you've really. you always start or most people start with um, needing help for themselves? But how did that come about? And just yeah, just tell us more about um, what's what's happening there.
1: Yeah. So uh, going back to needing something for myself to help my own money mindset, I started to create a process in just a blank journal years and years and years ago, and. I noticed that it started to change things for me little by little. And so I thought, hmm, maybe let me try this process with friends and some clients who I know are kind of in the same space and see what they think. And it started to change things for them too. And so over the years, I've just I've just had this idea of this needs to actually be a product. And so when I really just went full bore into money wellness a couple years ago i decided you know i i, I want to start um, a company a company i started is called hello it's me about finding the authentic version of you right who you, who do you get to be in your life you get to decide that rather than other people and and creating tools to help people do that and so the first tool is this money mindset journal which is literally born out of the process that i created for myself and it's it's a 6 month journal uh, to help you do all the stuff that we talked about identify your money story and your money timeline and visioning and then it's rooted in daily pages which typically take less than 10 minutes to just how am i feeling today what do I want to achieve today it's the the win the day moments what am I grateful for? What great things happened in the day? And then of course, you know, traditional cash tracker and and things like that. So the idea is to root all of those, tie all of those things together so that you start to see money from a more holistic place than just purely dollars and cents. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about it. And, you know, when you create any product (laughs) <laughs> Which is basically like a book. It's just like you kind of closing your eyes when you release it because mm-hmm. you're you're so close to it, and uh, you really want it to be transformational in people's lives. And so until you start hearing some of the stories, it's like Ugh, you know. But um, but yeah, I mean, I you know basically got uh, last year during COVID time a crash course and and how do you create a product, get it manufactured, get it shipped get it in people's hands systematically, get a warehouse, all of those sorts of things during a pandemic. <laughs> so uh, you know, this is definitely a a uh a product of mine that, you know, is near and dear to my heart. But I really do hope that it it helps at least just people take like a like a second out of their day to think about money again, more than just dollars and cents, to really think about what is my life? How have I been influenced? How do I win the day? All of those sorts of things so that maybe we could start to remove a little of the anxiety and help people you know, positively move in a better direction to the lives they want to live.
0: Totally, I I I think last year has really um, changed and and taught us a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> starting a, you know starting a new business or creating a new product and yes, getting it out of to to a lot of folks is is definitely a challenge. We're really excited. We'll share a, a link in our uh, podcast show notes um, about the, where uh, everyone can get the journal. I think you have a, a digital version too, which was really exciting to me. I'm like, okay, I can't wait to, uh, for it to ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually
1: like really love the digital version. I'm, I have a lot of fun with it. If you have an iPad or a tablet and you have, um, you know, a, a pencil that you can use with a stylus, I should say, uh, it's it's a lot of fun because you can draw all over it. I write like... Um, uh, money mantras to myself all the place. You could put pictures in it and all sorts of stuff. So the digital version is is a lot of fun as well.
0: Yeah, I can I can definitely see how um, a lot of us who have our devices in our hand all the time. <laughs> so that so so I love that, Shauna because there's no excuse. Just because you have a journal that you like, if you're going on a trip and you um, did bring it with you, um, there's no excuses. Like you can still do that. You can even just take a sheet of paper and and go through your daily, you know, the daily thing. I'm sure you get used to it. After Absolutely, yep, yep, yeah. 100%. Well, we're really rooting for you to hear a lot of positive feedback, of course, right, <laughs> with everyone who's getting their hands on, on your journal and uh, sharing their stories, how it's impacting their lives and, and the lives of the, the people around them. Um, if every, if anyone is interested to continue hearing um, all the work that you do, and how can they connect with you?
1: Absolutely. So the website for Hello, It's Me and the Money Mindset Journal is HelloITsme.world. And you can go there, and you can get print or digital copy. Uh, if you want to listen to my podcast, Millennial Money, you can find out on any podcast player. The podcast player you're listening to this episode right now, surely. Uh, and I would just
0: absolutely love to connect with all of you. Thank you so much, Anna. It's been it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Hey, money boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone, uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to... MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time. Such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, Remember, you are the boss of your life.